the Shannon Estuary Way on Live 95. With the Flying Boat Museum in Foynes. And you're welcome back to In the County. Now, this week on the Shannon Estuary Way series, we're talking to Olive Carey with Dukas Nashuna in Shannon. And Olive joins us on the line this morning. Good morning, Olive. How are you? Good morning, Anne-Marie. Good. I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Now, Shannon itself only gained status as a town, what was it, 30 years ago? How has it changed in your time? Okay, well, Shannon, uh, as you know, was Ireland's first uh, new town in the 20th century and started um, in response to uh, a need for housing for uh, the people working in the newly created uh, Shannon Industrial Estate. And uh, at first, it was um, a collection of houses uh, being put up by Shannon Development Company who were developing uh, the industrial estate and the town. Um, and But slowly it evolved into, uh, into the town that we know today. Um, in, the, um, in, in the 1980s, uh, Shannon Town Council uh, was formed and we did have uh, our own uh, town council up to quite recently and then uh, we've come in under a Clare County Council uh, now with our own Shannon Municipal District um, Council here as well. Uh, it, it, it's a very vibrant town. Um, the, the pioneering spirit, I suppose, that was needed right in, very, in the very early days uh, when people came Nobody who lived here was really from the area. Most people came in from other areas around Ireland, but as well as that from uh, abroad when all the foreign industrialists came in to set up their new companies in Shannon. So in the context of 1960s Ireland, uh, Shannon was a very cosmopolitan town, um, and it still is today. Uh, but it has a very particular Irish ethos as well. Um, it, it's all of our street names are in Irish, and uh, much of that is due to the work of uh, our long-term resident here in Shannon, Sean O'Noonan, who, who worked hard to ensure that Shannon reflected its uh, place as an as an Irish town. Um, so it's it's Clare's second largest town that has a population of 10,000 people with a further 10,000 that travel in every day to work in the in the local um, uh, industrial estates and local businesses and um, it's a very vibrant place to live in and also a vi- vibrant place to visit. Now, Docus is an umbrella group that promotes heritage, is that right? That's right, yeah. Dukas Nishana came into being um, in 2005 um, as an umbrella group to draw together the various uh, organisations within the town that are uh, working within the heritage area. So be that um, cultural heritage, built heritage. Um, I myself, as a member of Shannon Archaeological and Historical Society, a group that's been in existence since 1976 uh, in Shannon Town, became involved with Dukas Nishana. And the mission statement of Dukas Nishana is to research, preserve, enhance and promote the heritage of Shannon and its environs. So since that time, uh, we've been involved in uh, a number of projects, um, one of them being uh, to collect 
the social history of Shannon by interviewing um, a lot of the very early uh, residents that moved to the town and indeed some of the residents that came here before that. More recently, we've been involved in um, the conservation and enhancement of the Shannon Wetlands area. Um, It's um, an area of, uh, I suppose, the original marshland of Shannon um, was preserved uh, within the, within the the, um, the boundaries of the town, and we've been working to enhance that and make it a, a more um, bi- biodiverse amenity and a, a, a nice facility for the residents and visitors to Shannon alike to enjoy. And again, another large project that we've been involved in and over the years is first conservation of the remains of a 19th century farmhouse in the town, a place called Hastings Farmhouse. Yeah, tell us about that. That's interesting. Okay, well, Hastings Farmhouse, uh, we know it it existed in 1840 because it's shown on the 1840, the original Ordnance Survey maps of the area. Um, Probably in existence for, for a good many years before that. Um, and lived in by the Hastings family from at least 1847 onwards. It was occupied up until 1972. The last surviving member of the Hastings family, John Hastings, who had been born in the house in 1881, um, he he passed away in 1972, and the house was continuously occupied up until that period. And indeed, it can kind of... Uh, uh, be shown to be an example of what Brendan O'Regan, uh, who was uh, the prime visionary behind the industrial estate and and subsequently the town, uh, and he he at one point uh, mentioned that Shannon uh, straddled be- between old world and new world, and Hastings exemplifies that it was a representative of the traditional farming agricultural landscape of the area, a traditional thatch cottage, and it existed uh, side by side with the modern new town um, that was growing up around it in the 1960s. Unfortunately, it fell into ruin after he passed away, and now Dukas Nishana are working to uh, bring bring that um, back to uh, into. Uh, restoration. And what would you like to see the fully restored Hastings farmhouse used for? Well, we're currently in the process of um, uh, being involved with developing a feasibility study for the restoration. And some of the ideas that we have and what ideally we'd like to see it used for is um, as a, a first and foremost a community venue uh, a small heritage centre, an exhibition space, uh, and a place of training. We're, we're hoping that um, when the restoration gets underway, it will be uh, become a centre of excellence for training um, in traditional uh, building techniques and methodologies and, uh, and ongoing then into uh, training for traditional arts and crafts as well. So uh, we have big visions for it, and uh, 
we're we're just underway getting getting the the resources together to to do that. Um, there's a, a um, conservation plan underway at the moment as well, and we hope that within a very short time we'll be able to um, begin the restoration proper. Now, Shannon, a Shannon Estuary Way project, um, I suppose, just isn't about the tourism potential. I, I understand you say it's about the local community as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It is about the local community. And um, I, I, I suppose it, it has often been said that a great place to live is a great place to visit. And first and foremost, Shannon is a great place to, to live. That original pioneering spirit that was um, absolutely necessary at the start, because there were, you know, there were no organisations here. So the communities that came together, they were all mostly young people, mostly separated from their um, traditional family support systems and um, backgrounds that they would have come from, and they had to establish all that in Shannon themselves. And a lot of those groups that began in the, well, the sporting organisations, the Shannon Musical Society, Tidy Towns, um, Shannon Menshed, Dukas Nishana, the Archaeological and Historical Society, all of those organisations that started off quite early in, the, ta- in the, the town's existence, they're all still going and, and providing um, a, a lovely diverse place here in Shannon where community spirit is strong where people uh, like to be involved, like to get out and volunteer and uh, and make it a great place to live. I suppose and you're, you're appreciating more of what's on your doorstep as well um, yeah. and therefore <clears throat> creating jobs is a big part of it as well, isn't it? Along the Estuary Way for Limerick and Clare, that if you're working in the local area as well, there's a much more appreciation, isn't there? Absolutely, there is, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we do see the Shannon Estuary Way as being a wonderful way to showcase the whole of the estuary and to to bring alive again some of the stories of the interconnectivity uh, between uh, the the Clare side and the Limerick side. And traditionally, there would have been um, great interest and great... um, connectivity uh, along the river. Of course, rivers were, uh, in the past, they were the highways um, into into the country, you know, and uh, people travelled along them for trade, for commerce, for um, and for leisure as well. We have a story here uh, in Shannon recorded in the manuscript um, uh, from uh, a local manuscript where uh, boats came across and droves across the Fergus estuary um, for, a, for a football or a hurling game um, and, and departed again back after, after the hurling game was over. Um, and also back and forth across the estuary, uh, the Shannon estuary, there would have been a lot of um, connectivity there. And uh, even with, uh, in more recent times, uh, the development of the Foynes seaplane base over there 
in, in on the Shannon side of the estuary and then the development of the airport on, on the Clare side. It's huge, it's been huge and we've had Margaret on the show here actually talking about the, the Foynes yeah, Flying Up Museum. Great. It's um, incredible, and we do even have our own aviation museum here in Shannon that celebrates those links and the the aviation history of the of Shannon Airport itself. Yeah, so, there is fantastic history there. Um, and during the lockdown, do you think people got a new appreciation for the estuary as an amenity? Oh, absolutely, especially um, here in Shannon. I think it's one of... Uh, Shannon's really um, hidden gems is the fact that we have incredible walks along the estuary, um, all within our 2K, um, and also the walk um, through the wetland area and linking onto the estuary walks. It was incredible. There were so many people out walking on the on the estuary walks. Um, you know uh, that people who had never gotten out and enjoyed it before, and it was a whole new revelation to them. And we're looking forward, hopefully, to the development of a greenway all the way from Shannon down to Bunratty. And that's it's in the pipeline, we believe, and, and uh, we're looking forward to the development of that as well. Along the Shannon Estuary Way on Live 95. With the Flying Boat Museum in Foynes.